What is this? Is this a shifter car? You think that's funny? I'm used to luxury cars. I drive cars that shift themselves. My cars shift themselves. I need you to come to my parents' house with me and pretend to be my wife. Did Billy ever tell you how we met? <laughs> Billy's the nicest husband in the whole world. Don't touch me. What do you me. mean, don't touch don't me? You're supposed to be me. husband and wife. No, really. I'm the luckiest girl. What did I just say? One, two, three, get out of the car. I felt madly in love with him. Oh, they haven't won a championship since 1966. And I missed that game because that's the day I had Billy. Did you like Buffalo, too? If you fail to convince the court, then very evil and very bad things are going to happen. Can you go to jail or something? Yeah, but he was innocent. Remember that guy in Wood? No good. I'd really like to find him. Are you still going to do that bad thing you said you were going to do? He missed that field goal on purpose. He got paid money, and he missed it on purpose. I thought somebody turned up the heat. Where's the girl? I'm his wife. Oh! 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 She's not my wife. What did I just tell you? I'm not looking. Imagining. I picked her up hitchhiking. I'm a free guy, you know, that's not my style. These photos are us in love, spanning time. Just look like you like me. That's it. Can you do that? Come here and give me a hug. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. The story is hard to believe, right? You should have seen him. He was so beautiful. Let's see how they are. Come on. Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> In a world where four men, there's five of us, where five men gather in a dank, dark basement to watch a film. This is the Saturday Night Freak Show show, podcast. I am your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars. Travis. Sean. Brent. You couldn't decide luminaries or superstars. This isn't scripted. This is all just coming right off the top of our... Every week we meet, we watch a movie, and then we talk about it for your edification and enjoyment. First of all, this week, viewer mail. Oh, whoa. From Facebook, we've got a comment from Nick Hammond. Did we screen this? This is uh, for Daughters of Darkness, which would be our last published podcast. Not our last recorded podcast, but last published. Uh, Nick says, I actually seen this film a while ago and just watched it again. Still not a fan. Moved too Uh, slow for me. I've been scraping the bottom of the Amazon Prime vampire flicks as of late and and would put this just slightly over them. And by the way, I've been catching up on a couple podcasts and I missed and found it funny how you guys kept referencing Tales from the Crypt. Then in the trailer you ran for the movie, had the theme song for Tales from the Crypt playing. That must be the Frighteners? The Frighteners, Nick? The Frighteners. Then we've got a comment from Carl Marx. This is also on Daughters of Darkness. (laughs) He says, I can't accurately pass judgment due to I have not seen this film. However, based off that description, the plot can't be that deep and developed and instead relies on sexuality to maintain the audience's interest. No, well, this it is, can. It's the exact it can, opposite well, of what the movie was. Yeah, because the idea that they actually don't do anything that sexual right. is like what completes it, though. They want, I mean, they're getting you to that point, man. They're like, oh, I want them to fuck. Right. And they don't do that. And it's, they, don't. they don't. I like it. 
Yeah, you should see the movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and then <laughs> delete your comment. If you like seventies vampire movie, if you like seductive seventies. There you go. And tonight's movie pick was chosen by Brent. Brent, what did we watch tonight? Tonight we watched Buffalo '66 oh, from the year <laughs> the Ricci, 1998. The forehead Ricci by uh, Vincent Gallo, starring. Vincent Gallo. Music Produced by? Vincent Gallo. Music by? Vincent Gallo. <laughs> Set construction by? Vincent Gallo. And you know what? This proves that one mind behind uh, almost any idea it can be a little lackluster without well, people to be there to be like, ah, oh, Vin- okay, okay, all right, you want to another song? Okay. I think that there's, but you can have like, I mean, if you're talking about like a painter, right? A painter paints in solitary. A writer writes in solitary. But I think filmmakers, yes. there's too many parts that make a movie for one person to do. A painter, an artist, I get it. Because like a musician, right? Yeah, you can play a guitar, but you need a band, right? Not if you're Trent Reznor. Well, he still needs... He, <laughs> needed, he, he needed other musicians to make like recorded things for him to do his electronica stuff or whatever the fuck, right? Because that's what Trent Reznor does, right? He like pushes yeah. his button and it's like. Oh, yeah, but I think he plays all the track on the recorded stuff, at least in his early like pretty, pretty as a picture. What was it called? Uh, the head like a whole. God You're damn. making this so dope. Uh, <laughs> pretty hate machine. Thank you very much. Ah, yeah. Uh, that was all like him. He did all of it. And then when he played live, he'd bring people in. But I mean, I think maybe, maybe this contextualizes how we see Vincent Gallo in this movie. Is like he's an artiste. Oh, he wants you to see that. We don't see that. He's trying to show us that he's an artist. Yeah, this movie should be called A Day in the Life of Insanity. A man who just wants to take a piss. He just wants his parents' love. This whole movie, he just wants total affection from his parents. That's it. He's just like, he has this whole lie to his parents about where he's been. Oh, I'm having a good life. I've got a wife. He's been in prison for five years for gambling, which once again, what was he? He was in prison for gambling on the Buffalo's football game, which what is his mother? His mother is a fucking fanatic of Buffalo. So if you come away from the idea that his mom paid no attention to him to the idea that when we saw him, he was like had the Buffalo stocking cap, the Buffalo... Yeah. I mean, he was decked out in Buffalo's betting on the team. I mean, I think... So he's a Buffalo... To me, he's a Buffalo fan trying to get attention of his mother, right? Yeah. That's the only reason he's a Buffalo fan. Pretty much. I mean, they don't necessarily say that in this no, movie, but, but you can imagine it. so into it. Yeah, she's yeah. so... In, I mean, she doesn't give a fuck what you're talking about when the TV's on. She's just like, watch this play from a recorded fucking tape from like... Yeah. Well, know, he's so... Yeah. I, I wonder, does she actually watch, or is it just that she's a obsessed with that one game. She's obsessed with the one because wasn't was the one she was watching yeah, the one the one he was had, born on. Yeah. What, but she think, missed that game, right? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. lost. Think, but they lost. I thought she said like the only time they won was this time and I missed it because I was giving birth to him. No, oh. th- it was the only time they lost. Yeah, she because she wasn't there, basically uh, they okay. lost. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, I wish I'd never had him. Yeah. She tells... The, you and know, she never addresses him, like you. She doesn't say you. I wish I never had him, even though he's well, right there at the table. They don't even know who he is. Yeah. Right, they don't. It's like... Uh, Bill, Billy? Billy is the well, sweetest well, man in the world. Right ooh, from the phone ooh. call. He's like, he gets out of prison running around trying to take a piss for like ten minutes. That's why I'm like, this movie. <laughs> Just fucking yeah. can't get to the point of this fucking movie but but then like yeah as soon as he like makes the phone call he's just like it's me it's Billy 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 your son Billy it's like and 
did they say if he had brothers or sisters? No, <laughs> like, I never know. Yeah. So it's like they don't even know their one son. Yeah. No. You know, that's why it's like, are these people insane? They are, that's they how are. I'm starting to think, right? They're kind yeah. of insane. Yeah. They'd have to be, right? Well, I can't tell Definitely. if that's like the movie trying to be like, you know, we were talking about a little bit afterwards. Is it like, is it, was it trying to be a deadpan comedy where it's like, Maybe. this stuff is funny, but it's not done in a way that doesn't acknowledge or, you know, let you in on any way that like, this is supposed to be funny. We're just going to play so. it straight. Even though it's absurd, because you're supposed to take it as like laugh out loud. Hilarious. I, I don't it think just it comes off slapping. tragic. It's very tragic. I, I I don't see how they could find the. I mean, it's. I don't know. If it's I don't a, know if you can find the comedy. At least in in the scene at the parents' house, like that is just that's that's rough. I don't know if it that comes off tragic because he's an asshole from the start. You know that's he is, but you find out my, why he's an asshole. But but that's not a good fucking no, reason. That, yeah, that's my problem with this movie. It's like, oh god, he's a total douchebag. Why? Because his parents are douchebags. That's, I mean, that's, that's not, why. That's not the only reason. Like nobody ever, nobody loved this guy. Well, yeah, he doesn't he, know he's how not to. Nice to anybody. Yeah, he got. He, he can't love because he never had love. He doesn't know. He doesn't have those. That's, yeah, right, cool. like it I starts with it starts with the parents, and he got nothing there. So he doesn't obviously know how to give it to anybody, even those obviously willing to give it to him. Like, I mean, he... Well, he's got the one, like, kind of autistic friend that he can bully around, right? Because that's the only way he knows how to, like, look. His name is is Goon, Goon. but he's changing it to Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want you to call me that anymore. I'm Rocky. Yeah. (laughs) But that was kind of cool, that guy was sticking up for himself. Yeah. 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 So the plot of this movie finds Vincent Gallo's character getting released from prison for, we find out later, gambling. And then he... Well, I mean, we should explain that, too, because it's not for gambling. It's the it's, result of not He doesn't have the off. money to cover the gambling, so he's taking the rat for somebody else's crime yeah, somebody to else make, make payment, which I think is cool. I think it's a cool story. That's what kind of pissed me off about that movie. When that happened, I was like, well, that's a fucking interesting story. Yeah. You know, because I, cause, I mean, you always see the I'll break your thumbs, I'll do 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 yeah, do do. Yeah. But what about the like, hey, you got to take something, you know, you got to like take uh, the heat for us, or you got to make out some other arrangement besides I break your thumb or take your jacket right, and your yeah. watch or something like that. I thought that was fucking yeah. interesting in a depressing, stupid art house movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey Rourke plays the bookie, yeah, like yeah. pre pre plastic surgery Mickey Rourke. Yeah, character. I didn't even recognize him. <laughs> Which is I've never it. seen Mickey Rourke. Really? You never saw like Angel Heart and. Or, Johnny, no, I know I've seen I know I've seen No, I've seen uh, The Pope of Greenwich Village Something that's what that's what reminds me. This is like a modern day Pope of Greenwich Village, right? He's the guy that you know his 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 stupid buddy was kind of like the oh no no no, no. Uh, yeah. Right, right. It's always some city guy that's like a jerk off douche that's got like his retarded friend that he like helps out and then like at some point in time the retarded friend kind of like stands up against like no you don't do right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a modern day public oh film. I'm casting you as the retarded friend what does Eric Roberts keep repeating in uh, in public credit village Attica no I'm sorry the Attica <laughs> somebody took his thumbs or what was it? yeah they took my thumbs yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah but then he, he, he so after prison he calls his parents, and you know they have. He's spun this tale to them. Apparently, they don't care anyway. But no. he spins yeah. a tale that, like, yeah, I just got off a plane. Yeah, we're here for just a couple hours. Me and my wife. No, she's upstairs sleeping. He doesn't have a wife, so now he's got to bring his wife over to dinner at his parents' house. So he kidnaps 
you know, just by chance, Christina Ricci. <laughs> So this is this is like you know, we were trying to peg this down. Is this like Adam's family era, Christina Ricci? Did we find out values? Did we find out what values was? It's post. It's got to be after. No, this is definitely after. Right. I I just was wondering. I mean, this is but only like maybe four or five years after. Right. It's not that far after. I mean, if this is well, this was. I gotta say, when Adam's family values came out, I was like. She's turning into a young woman. <laughs> because, well, I was only, I was only right. like thirteen yeah. or fourteen. Yeah, when, I want to make sure. Comment. I want to make sure people are aware of that, that I was only thirteen or yes, fourteen. When exactly. I, depending on what color this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely past. Uh, that was ninety three. It was Adam's family values. Okay, cool. Casper I was, I, was, I was eleven. <laughs> so this is the Five, little. This is seven. the Christina Ricci wow. of the wow. Ice Storm. So era. this is four years later. The Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Ninety-seven era. years. Two hundred cigarettes. Anyone? This is ninety-eight. Two hundred cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, because she was in. What was that movie that she did? Was it like the? Oh, damn, I can't even remember. It wasn't Prozac Nation. Coffee and cigarettes. No, no. there was some movie, and I the the opposite of sex. Anybody see that one? It was actually, nope. that was the one that, like, it was like, oh, she's actually going to be, like, you know, an actress, you know, beyond, like, you know, this child stuff. No, 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 no. Which she was lovely as Wednesday Adams. Nobody could have done it better. Lovely. True. A little yeah. creepy girl, dude. Yeah. Fantastic. So okay, so uh, yeah. I don't understand the dynamic between them. I mean, I kind there of is like, well, yeah, because it's like this is you know it's one of those like movie fantasy things where you know obviously we have a very self indulgent movie here where you know everything yeah. revolves but around. Did you notice when he's on the phone in the hallway and she's in the bathroom yeah. listening to him? Yeah. She's crying. Was she crying? Yeah, because she knows that he's lying to his mom. She's really? looking in the mirror crying. Yeah, her eyes are yeah, they're all bloodshot. I noticed the glistening. I didn't. There's. She's tearing up for it. Yeah, she's definitely tearing up. Glistening. Because I think. Because you know, as as the film goes on, you guys are saying like, why is she staying with this guy? Why does she just run? She's crazy. She's, you know, she has low self esteem. But I think she feels bad for him. She's got nothing else to do. She's tap dancing. She could be tap She goes to the fucking bathroom and then takes off with this guy. Well, she doesn't. But we take don't off. ever really. I mean, that's the thing. Dance. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to create like the internal world of that character, and I'm like, she exists solely to please the Vincent Gallo yeah, character. She'll do anything he says at any moment, except for like she's screaming when they're going down the stairs. But as soon as they fucking get outside, she does whatever he asks her. Yeah. Even when he's like, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going to go around. Now you don't do anything. I'm watching you. She could lock the fucking door. She could yeah. do anything. Because yeah. she's, I mean, at some level, she's interested. She's like, crazy. Her, her, life, definitely her life up till that point, like, I, she's in, I imagine that she's in like the tap cla- it's the class. You because she has like, I imagine her sitting in a room, sitting room, staring at a wall, yeah. just going, "Yeah, all right, I'll try that." Yeah, yeah. Because she's got nothing else. She's a, she's a beautiful girl, and she has that. no friends, has no family. I mean, as far right. as we know, she is. She's got nothing. She exists in this movie to serve him, which he his need is. He needs somebody to love him and like him. Well, it's or, almost you know? like a comedy. So he kidnaps fucking. her. He kidnaps her to basically be his audience and I mean it's not even like his co-conspirator. It's no. like it's just be my audience. Love me for who I am. You know, even though I'm going to fucking treat you like I'm a douchebag and he just continues to be a douchebag and I'm like what? And then later on, when she's like, "You're the sweetest guy I've ever met," I'm like, "I call bullshit on but this because that's not genuine." No, at she, all. Just, she goes along with. She just kind of 
you know, goes along and whatever kind of snags her, she just goes with it. But I mean, she was walking along and she just happened to see a thing for tap dancing and she's like, they don't right. tell us that, dude. Yeah, you're like is. making that up. That's your own, like, yeah, but that's, you're writing the but novel. It fits, but it, you're writing it the Buffalo 66 novel. She knows, she's like a blank slate. She knows nothing about herself or, or what her likes he, or dislikes. He tells she, her what her new name is, right, when he goes to see her parents. Because this is like a very sitcom thing, right? You're going to pretend to be my wife. We're going to go to my parents and just play, you know. Yeah. That's a fucking sitcom. That's Three's <laughs> Company. <laughs> you know, it is, dude. Yeah. Like, and uh, he's like, your name is Wendy, Wendy, uh, whatever. Balsam. And then, like, l- later when they meet Wendy Balsam, she goes, hey, that's my name. She doesn't fucking, like, it's like, what do you mean that's your name? <laughs> she is a fucking psycho. Yeah. She is, I mean, like, she's no, there's something that wrong. She is, she like, is a, creating her persona. She's, like, a Manson follower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She is nothing. She's an empty vessel. And she he's is creating and she is, her. He's creating her, and she is like but informed she's, by the world around her, and that's it. Like anything that she does comes in from the outside. Well, world. the world There's around her is inside. him at that point, right? Exactly, and that's why she we should say this it. movie takes place in the course of like what, like twelve hours. Like a day or two, like yeah. maybe two days. I don't even think it went think overnight. I, that was that yeah. night. I think it's yeah. Monday. He got out at like yeah. five o'clock. Yeah, he got out in the morning or afternoon. Oh, after, yeah, they they're to gonna dinner. go to like wait till two in the morning. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Cause, okay, because the idea is that he's gonna go to the strip club where the 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 the, the quarterback of that one fateful game that he lost supposedly he found out that that dude took money to miss the kick or to miss the goal or yeah. whatever. So he's like, I'm going to fucking kill him because he took five years of my life or blah, 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 blah. But actually, you know, it's like, well, you bet $10,000 without having any money. So <laughs> I don't know. That's my problem with this character is he blames everybody else, but he's the dumbest fuck in the world. Because he's even like, he's even like, he had an out, like, he wouldn't need to kidnap uh, fucking uh, Richie, the reach, the for, the head. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. So, because uh, he's on the phone and he's just like, she's sick. Oh, I'll, I'll bring her over. Show you how you're going to feel so bad when you say it's like, dude, you could have just said she's sick and just dealt with your parents' bullshit. But no, you're oh, like, you I'll bring her over. It's oh, like he you're a, he's an idiot. Yeah. I don't got, feel bad for this character. He's a hundred percent of a dickhead. I get it. It's from his parents. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's got mental. He's got, no, he's he's got at all times he's, trying to get love from his parents. But why wouldn't yeah. you just not deal with your parents? Like, isn't that what adults do? Yeah, but he, don't adults just kind of get yeah, but over? He's, I mean, obviously, I, well, obviously he's missing that part. Yeah, but I, I got the fact. All right, not the fact that the impression that these were like. You know, stunted children. Yes. When they were eventually, they go to a motel room just to lie in a bed next to each other. And the way that it was like playing out was like, man, it's like you're watching like little kids. You know, like emotional. It is. Emotional. He never got past a certain yeah. age. Well, he says that he's like, he's like, I fucking hated school, so I focused in on this one beautiful girl, and I just found out if I fucking fantasized about her, I'd get through the shit I hate. And then she also went to my church, and I hated church, so he hated school and church. And if he just fantasized about this one chick, he wouldn't have to, like, the time would go by. And But he said he never had a girlfriend past that. All I did was fantasize about this one chick in third grade and never did anything about nothing. I find that hard to believe, dude. Even, even fucking crazy people oh, can no, find... Oh, no, those people exist. Yeah. Those people exist. I'm sure, but they usually look different than Vincent Gill. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl, the girl he hooks up like with doesn't look like Christina Ricci. Look at that guy. But the people, 
He's a striking young man. In this, I'm <laughs> just saying. Time. I'm just saying that it's like, dude, like it's just weird to me. I can't uh, imagine a character unless they're completely fucking autistic or something, like like Raymond or something like that, <laughs> like right. the Rain Man right. or whatever. That you can't have at least one girlfriend in your fucking whole life. I don't believe. Oh, I don't oh, buy no. that at all. I buy it. But well, he, he doesn't have any of the tools to get a girl. Because his parents didn't give him love, he was wasn't finding it anywhere. I mean, he was but yeah, because I mean, he's, he's a right. douchebag. He's well, a douchebag. I mean, if he acts the way that he acts to, towards everybody else in this movie, well, no woman, no like well, same. Well, that was the thing. <laughs> I mean, he got he got to a certain age and like nothing had happened. He received like no love up to. I mean, maybe even teenage years. And at that point, he decided like, no, it's. It's evil. Yeah. I don't. At that oh, point, that was, yeah, that's right. That was that whole thing. He was like, women, women are evil, right. backstabbing, and so he hates right. women. But how does he, he know that if he's not, he only his mother has shown him that? That's but, it. No, no, yeah. his I mean, mother. That was, that was his no, decision. other girl. Like only his mother taught him that he's, women. He's watching, he, no, he's yeah. turning it around. Like it's he's making it his decision to deal with it. Sean, that's yeah. <laughs> no, it is. no, that makes Quit sense. Writing the no. novel of this movie, no, dude. We got to deal with what this director showed us. Well, maybe this is it. No, this is, I'm telling you, he got to a certain point where he was shown no love, not from the parents, not from any girl in school. Anything. I think it's from birth. I mean, and they, in order to deal with that, he reverses it in his head. It's he makes it his decision that he's not partaking in that. And he continues that throughout the movie when he doesn't want Christina. He doesn't want her to touch him, to kiss him. Like they're laying in bed. Like he's making it his decision in order to deal with the rejection he's had his entire life. Right. And that's why he's a douchebag. Yeah, it's, it's like it's almost like when a kid creates a imaginary friend. Right. You know, you're you're creating something so that you don't have to feel. Well, right. what's fucking that's retarded emptiness. is like, okay, so he kidnaps her, right? And the first thing he says, I find it so fucking weird. We're not the first thing they drive off. They drive off, and he tells them the whole plan of you're going to meet my parents, all this shit. And for some reason, he's like, if you fucking whatever piss me off, I'm not going to be your friend. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> what is he talking about? So he automatically kind of. Because he doesn't like, have a weapon or well, anything. He, he like, threatened yeah. with leaving her. Like, even though it's yeah. like you kidnapped this girl, the only thing he could use is like a threat to leave. You yeah. know, if because you pull that's this the off, only thing he then knows. I'll be your best friend. If right. you don't, <laughs> then well, I'm never going to talk to you again. And that's how he's dealing with it. Like, he's making himself the one who's wanted in his head. Like, he, he's making himself in control because the situation has been, up to a certain point, out of his control. Mm. I don't know. Just the idea of kidnapping a girl. Like, I just don't feel anything for this character. Because, I mean, like, I get it. Problems with their parents. They did it. Kidnapping a girl? To be like pretend to be. Well, my, wait, wait, wait. And then to, to be fair, the moment that he does that, he is under duress because he has wanted to piss for like five hours, <laughs> and he just true. wants to go to a bathroom, and like the bathroom's closed well, at he, the. They won't let him back into the prison. He rides on the bus. The bus station bathroom's out of order. He goes to a restaurant that's closed, and so then he has the. Well, he then gets he has a the, chance at the tap dancing. That's what he goes in the tape. Yeah, then there's yes. the dude in there. There's like, the guy you know, that like hits on. Well, that was so very weird. weird. <laughs> that was very That's weird. That was so very like. So he uh, can't piss there. Then he's like calls his mom, and then he kidnaps her. And then after he kidnaps her, they drive away. And then he gets out. And he's like, just pull over here. Goes and p- takes Don't a look. leak. And then he comes back. And he's like, oh, I feel much better now. And I'm sorry about all the. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like it feels like he made that like. He made that decision to kidnap her under, uh, you know, considerable yeah. physical and mental. But, like, but I'm trying to he think of the scene. Point. It's like he borrows a quarter from her. 
to use the phone to call his mom. She goes in the bathroom. He's yelling at his mom. She comes out. What? Like when did he fucking? I like. I can't picture it. I can't picture the actual exchange of like. Now I'm gonna kidnap you. I think it was like. Uh, yeah, he just knew. He, just... He's like, okay, fine. I'll bring a girl to dinner. You know, my wife to dinner. Right. He doesn't have a wife. Feels so and bad. The next I mean, girl that walks right, out the is. door. It's the next he's girl like, that he comes in contact with yeah. is the one he's gonna grab. And I can't believe it. like this movie would be like okay, kind of like whatever. But I can't. Believe, she just goes right along with it. Like yeah. five minutes in, she's like, okay, I'll do it to please you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. the yeah. fuck? Yeah, and she falls in love with this guy, which I think, you know, oh, so that's bullshit. one of those things that I think is self-satisfying. Like, yeah, it is. I think it's very well, yes, self-indulgent. It, yes. it's, a, it's a movie thing more than it is like, you know, human behavior. Yes. I mean, it's asking you to, you know, to just accept this, but it's like Man, I mean, like, you know, this is why psychos have this idea, you know, it's because they watch these movies where it's like, you know, look, if you give kidnap me, them, they'll eventually come around to dude, loving you. Give like, me, like, what what was it called? The the chase? With, with yeah, oh, yeah, where he robs a place with the Snickers, the Butterfinger. Okay, they fell in love, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought that. It was a, I didn't buy it, it was a long car chase. <laughs> it was okay. a long car chase. <laughs> but she has, I mean, I mean, it, it's they had a the, chance to get to know each the, other. These the con- people, right? Well, the convenience. Shut up! You don't talk to me. You shut up! You shut up! You don't talk to me. I love this guy. I, I, <laughs> he is so sweet. <laughs> I, think, I think that the well, sorry. I mean, I was just gonna say the convenience is that the girl he happens to grab is. As, is that personality type yeah. that's yeah. along with it yeah. that's the convenience of the movie working there yeah, yeah. but if in real life those two type of people yeah. got into oh it's kismet it's, no, she I, should it's, be a crackhead whore or something like that that's the only way I'd buy this movie she's I mean, a crackhead whore who knows whore. like if she hadn't I'm, who knows eventually if that wouldn't have been you know like, that'd be a Woody Allen movie. A, a horror would then go with him to the uh, mother's house. Well, I... <laughs> That's another fantasy. Why that, can't I it mean, just be a fat girl? Could have been a fat girl. As soon as you... Uh, as soon as she shows up at the... You know, the whole dinner table scene, she's creating this backstory for the both of them that I, I don't think was out of the blue. I think that this is, like, some idea that she's had in her mind. You know, like, I, this is... She's a dreamer. I'm gonna find this guy. Mm. He's gonna work for the CIA. He's gonna, you know, do this, this, and that, and we're gonna... I'm 28. You know, like, she's she's right away, like, building these characters that she's had in her head forever. So, this like... This guy threatened to kill her. This guy... Like and, <laughs> and, like, she, she... Like, she doesn't have any sort of barometer for, like, taste. And this guy just showed up. Like, like she's the first girl that he comes into contact with but he's the first guy that like she sees an opportunity with too you know or right she's this like made up like, <laughs> no, I can't help that you guys are making no. it's not there no, I mean yeah there. you can you can find a way to get there I guess but that's made up it's not in the movie we don't know nothing about her except she's well, beautiful we want to see her boobs a little bit more than we do in this film <laughs> but isn't that the thing I mean she's like submissive. that's the thing the way that, you know it's like that's when you start paying attention to like performance and dialogue it's like okay I mean I appreciate it when movies don't come off and tell you like you know in the first five minutes it's like you know my yeah. name is so and so I do this don't you remember when we used to go fishing in the Cayman Islands and you drop that thing and blah 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 you know and they explain everything this one doesn't I'm not saying it does like a, I see what it's going for I'm not I'm not saying maybe it does it uh, successfully but I see what it's going for it's trying to in its dialogue you're supposed to be paying attention and listening and trying to figure out who the fuck this girl is I don't think there's enough there to be honest with you but I see where you're constructing something it's like okay you know the fact that she 
you know, is able to sit there at the dinner table and come up with this story. She knew, I think he said that he works for the government. Yeah. So that's um, where she yeah. got the CIA. Yes. Yeah. But then yeah. she's able to sit there and spin this, you know, so right. it's like, well, okay, she's... so this is a type of girl who has some kind of inner fantasy life who can, at the drop of a hat, like, rattle off the, you know, I mean, that's who she is. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all we really but know. But and she I tap will dances. strangle you with my bare hands if you don't have my parents I like bite loving. Your cheek. I will bite your cheek. I will shit you out. Yeah, that was a good line. I will bite your cheek and shit you out. That was weird. He said that two times. I will bite you. I will bite your cheek. That's like goddamn. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking animal. Yeah, belonged in there. He he's not stable. No, yeah, that's he's not stable. He's not stable. But well, let's go back and talk about the ruby slippers. They are uh, they, disco ballish. They're they not are red. Very well, yeah. Well, but they are. They're, 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 they're very red. At times. He's got his no. He oh, has his, his, his red oh, boots. His, his red, red boots. boots. Oh, those. Yeah. Yeah. This is very red. That's, <laughs> his red clogs. He's got so imagine, imagine a man in blue jeans and a an jean Italian jacket red and leather. red fucking <laughs> boots. Very striking <laughs> in this strange world I mean like uh, watching an art film like I'm not, I'm not calling it an art film it's but they're trying to be an art, an art film. film yeah yeah, it's photographed you know, art as far as like when you watch it like we are we watched it we're all sitting here trying to discern the meaning from it yeah. like yeah. you do when you go to a portrait gallery not a portrait but you know like you look at fine art or whatever it's the art is in the eye of the beholder I think that's what they're intending with this movie, sure. five people can look at it and take like you know five different. That's my promise. I'm a Norman Rockwell fan, where the art is actually in just the fucking picture and like yeah, what he created, did and like because right. if you try to look <laughs> oh, for anything like and like you know basically, I mean, just like like conspiracy theories. If you're looking for meaning, yeah, yeah. you're gonna find it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it's know? asking. It, but that that is like that's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> yeah. That is what it's asking you to do. It's intending for. Yeah, yeah. Because of the conspiracy theorists that I know what it's like to uh, be looking for things. <laughs> it's funny you don't like it in your movies, though. <laughs> you don't. No, no. It's just it. that. No, I just hate it when when people because sometimes there's nothing, right? Sometimes, sometimes I don't put it past the director to think he's like, oh man, this is gonna be so like, oh yeah, man. Because he's sitting there going it. like, look at all the stuff that I'm laying in here that they're gonna be able to like, you know, take out. I was actually at one point seriously like, is this guy like? Because there was like. Uh, when they get to the parents' house, he's like, she's like, which house is it? He's like, it's that one over there. And it doesn't cut immediately to the house. It cuts to the roof and, like, a dove or something, like, lands on it. I'm like, is this going to be one of those movies where, like, they we keep on, the like, because he was on a uh, bus called the Blue Bird. I'm like, is there yeah. going to be? But uh, I didn't pay attention to it or I didn't see that go anywhere. Yeah, but I was at one point, know. knowing the type of movie that it was, I'm like... Is this guy going to be fucking working bird symbolism? Well, for, you know? Before the podcast, I was telling these guys that when he goes bowling, this guy's like a master bowler. That's what he did beforehand, yeah. right? He's yeah. got all that's these. What he's good at. He's got a locker he full of trophies bowled. that his parents don't give a fuck about. But maybe when he took them home, they would have like been proud of him. I don't know. Instead of stuffing him in a locker. But know. we don't know. We don't yeah. know if he stuck him in a locker. His parents never showed up. We just don't fucking know. Yeah. And, uh, but well, when they do he was home, bowling in at his lane is 13. And 13 symbolizes change. Oh. 13 is change, man. And it's also ah. unlucky. Dun, dun, dun. Unlucky well, it's 13. because that's he's the change. The guy. 12 is the cycle, 13 is the change, which is usually the new thing, right? The new thing means you die, right? <laughs> if there's a new thing coming around, that means you're the old you thing die. is gone. Okay, so then, you know, we're, we're talking, the, the like, at his home, there's the... Uh, Jeff, Mr. Jeff Goble. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's, his parents are played by Angelica Houston. 
which apparently which, was unrecognizable to some of you. Like, I did I was, not recognize her. I did her. not. But then again, all. I've only seen her in makeup, like as Mort- what, Morticia right. Adams from that, right? Was, that was yeah, her. Yeah, she no. was, yeah, wasn't Morticia. Yeah, she was Morticia Adams. Yeah, yeah I Adams, wasn't uh, saying no to that. With Christina no. Ricci. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Ben Gazzara. Ben Gazzara was the oh. father who, like, doesn't want to have anything to do with his son. Ben Gazzara was a deal back in the days of, like, the uh, Nick... Uh, was it Nick Katz of John Cassavetes' movies? He did a, a woman under the influence of Jenna Rollins, and that was, like, this big free-form kind of movie where they just yelled at each other for, like, two hours, and it was all kind really? of, like, improv. But you saw him last in Roadhouse. Oh, that's right. He was the bad guy? He was the bad guy. Uh, Roadhouse. I thought he was right, in right, Summer right. of Sam, you know, also after. Sam. This was right. after Roadhouse. I didn't get his story, why he hated his son Okay, so but here was my... Yeah, right, right. He just had complete indifference. But at he one point, you find out that he is a... He used to be a singer. That was the best part of the whole thing. So apparently, like, I kind of got that, like, you you know, the way he was talking, I was like, yep, then, you know, either I got married or I had a kid and, like, all that is behind me. And she's like, oh, I'd like to hear some of your stuff. He's like, well, yeah, come on, okay, if you really want to hear it, come on, we'll go find a tape. Then the next scene is he's pulling out a record player, putting it on, and plays this song, and then he starts, which it looks like he is... Uh, lip syncing oh, to yeah. a spotlight comes on Definitely. and all of a sudden this movie becomes very surreal and you're yeah. like what in the holy hell which I thought Here's was really fun Ben Gazzara lip syncing some like 1950s it was beautiful to, it's a decent song but it, yeah, it was like beautiful it was like, I'm gonna say it was fucking beautiful <laughs> Because he's an old sweaty man. No, I just think, just imagine yeah, that story. This close to being a wife beater. No, but just imagine <laughs> this story. Because I mean, that is everybody, right? No matter how awesome you're going to be, one day you're going to be an old fucking fart, right? Yeah. So that's just awesome. That's like I'll pull you aside and show you who I really am underneath this fucking shit, you know? And he's all like, oh, boo, boo, you know, fucking Sinatra crooning <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah. I just thought that's awesome because I mean, that is the point of this movie: is the idea that these two people are, are more. They're so self-obsessed in their own shit. Like, this chick loves football. This guy's a singer. Oh, fuck, we had a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, the point. Yeah. The point is they're uh, yeah. so into their own shit. That's why the dude don't even care what his fucking wife is saying. I'm hungry now. Yeah. You know, and she's just watching the fucking football game. Well, she seems oblivious to the fact, too, that, like, he, you know, when Christina Ricci comes, oh, I love my new dog. Like, the only person that he pays any attention to is her. Because well, she's he a hot to, young girl. He wants to hug her tits. He just wants yeah. to yeah. hug her tits. Yeah. And the wife, her she really does. the wife seems oh. completely oblivious that, like, just oblivious. Like, doesn't care one way or the other. Yeah, oblivious. she's retreating into that. Yeah. The, I mean, she's trying to act like a hoe. I mean, because she's trying to be kind of like, oh, darling, oh, blah, 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 blah. But then she's, she's like, who, who, oh, Billy, who? You know, and it's like, what? Right. What are you talking about? I would about? like to know more about the knife thing. At that was odd. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that Didn't it seem completely improv? That, like they oh, just made yeah, that up, like, like, on the spot? Yeah. Stop pointing that knife at me. I'm not pointing that fucking knife at you. That's the only like, time at, I can, like, start to construct a fucking, like... some backstory, yeah. They had like, some, like, sort of, you know, obviously they've gotten physical There was a confrontation at some point, yes. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And now, but yeah, what if yeah, it is made up? What if it is made up in the father's mind? Because even, even when he comes to the door... He looks at him for a half second, and then he says, you know, whatever, your, your son's here. Your son's, son's here. here, yeah. Yeah, your son's here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, wouldn't you just not talk to your parents? Like, why would you impress people that, like, hate you so much? Like, I don't get it. I know, I've known so many people that have Broken. cut off family members. They don't, like, kill themselves fucking every day trying to <laughs> live with these family members. That makes no sense to me. They fucked him up so bad that I mean, he's just it's a not broken even- man. 
Well, he's trying I mean, for their attention in a way, right? Only yeah. fucked him up yeah. a little bit. I mean, oh, no way, all the way, dude. Well, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like, I mean, there's there's so much the outside stressor versus what he is. Like, I mean, yeah, they 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 fucked him up, but that's also like him. You know, that's that's his biology. That's who he is. So you know, they Shh. fucked him up, but some of that parts him as well. Well, but, I don't know. I mean, we can't get into. I mean, nature versus nurture is I, way I more than I, we can discuss it in the movie. <laughs> like, nature versus nurture goes way I think beyond. He got love like, at some point. I don't think he did cut it off. I don't know if he did get I any love. This movie doesn't show an ounce yeah, of it. Well, the only reason I, I would say that is because the fact that the mom, his mom, tells the story when everybody's there about you know, that's I missed that game because I gave birth to Billy. Yeah. I should there never had him. Yeah. Like that, that was right from the start. There right was true, and there is only one picture of that kid. Yeah, there's <laughs> was, only one picture of. Billy. They're like find yeah. the photo album. So the father gets what, up, and then she brings the over a photo album, and I'm like, okay. But in her photo album, it's all like, like pictures this is of me her. There's me with this OJ, OJ Simpson. Simpson. Me with, like what the fuck? And then he's like, oh yeah, I found that picture. Here you go. Him and his dog. There's one picture. Yeah, the, uh, and I'm pretty sure they assuming, took the picture. Of oh the fuck, dog. that's the it's the one at the from picture. the very beginning of yeah. the movie. At yeah. the very beginning, it yeah. shows yeah. you the picture. Like, and I, I, I'm like, they were going for a picture of the dog, and Billy happened to be in it. Like, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. why they have a picture. Of Billy. But the dad ends up killing the fucking dog. He does. That was awesome. But, the movie oh. does have an interesting visual style, or like it's just kind of odd. I mean, there was that thing at the beginning where there was like a the whole screen becomes like a collage of like yeah. his memories. And when he does have like a memory, it like zooms in. It comes from the out center of, his of the head. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally comes out of their head. And it's always four by three in a sixteen by nine movie. Right. The memories are always four yeah. by three, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. When he makes a memory later, the photos, the fake photographs, we're ha- we're having a span. It's showing us over a span, a span of time. Just right. be there, and and we're for a span. We're and he just kept saying that, but it's in like. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, it's like the iPhone. You hold it vertical. Yeah. And it, yeah. I was saying, why the fuck was he trying to impress him so goddamn much? Yeah, because no even sense. when he was in prison, he was sending sending you know, shit every week, the, so uh, they didn't know he was in prison. Month, yeah, yeah, I mean the love. Of, that's the most important thing in his life. That was just be gaining the acceptance of his parents. Yes. Because they didn't love him, so it's like you figure, like you know, at some point, somebody would you know have like you emotionally uh, attach yourself to somebody else, some other type of mentor or something. something if you else. don't get that from your right? parents, and then you know that goes either good or bad for a person. But right. like we're talking about a character who never made another yeah. attachment. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> but you know, it's a. I guess we saw it. Though. That's, That's you know, not, if they're saying yeah. this we is the literal, it. this is this fake. is the literal reality of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, no, I, I believe it. that there are I enough believe. people in this world where that happens. Yeah, need, but there's no attachment made. There's enough point. variety. There is enough. But they usually don't get their Hollywood fucking ending like this movie. That's oh, what I'm saying. That's what's the right. fucking bullshit. <laughs> okay, so somewhere in around, I'm, I'm, for most of the movie there, you're sitting there, like, you've, you've seen him get out of jail, and then they've gone to dinner. And I'm like, wow, this is like you're spending time with just somebody that you really don't like because he's Kidnapped a douchebag. Well, I'm just saying the Stop audience. Because well, oh, literally, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but you share the same position as Christina Ricci, I guess. You know, it could be a point that you could be making where, like, he has kidnapped you and taking you to dinner with his parents. And you're sitting there literally at the... T- not literally. Sorry, I hate to use that word. In that, figuratively. But you're, you're figuratively... Sitting, your point of view is you're at the table with these people for what seems like a very long time. Like, you've been invited to dinner and you cannot leave and, like... Oh my god, like these people are just terrible and this is just going on forever. And then 
another plot point comes up, which is we already talked about it earlier. It's like that we're gonna, he's going to go kill Scott Woods, the player who uh, threw the game or whatever and ruined, ruined his entire life. Now five years. So now, now it's like this guy's a baby. But if you look at it, that if uh, because that's the same kick from the game that his mom recorded when she was having giving birth to him. So really, they could be saying that this Scott Woods ruined his entire life his because entire of that life. one kick. <laughs> no, but that can't be true. That yeah. is, it, can't it, be. In this film, it can be. I mean, this film, you know, if it, in an artistic way, I think that that's what they're trying to say. And like Sean said when we were watching it, like you wouldn't put it past them. They're crazy enough to be betting on a game that happened. Yeah, you know, in '66. Because they're. I mean, if that's the game that she <laughs> missed. <laughs> And they're yeah, watching it, yeah. and that's the game they made the bet on. Because when the kick goes wrong, they're it's the like, exact oh, same kick. All they did was use the same footage. I don't think there's any like linkage that, to the games. I don't. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, that, that they just used the same true. footage know, yeah. because that wouldn't make any fucking sense. No. There's no way you could be <laughs> born. Wouldn't. The only way to be in football is at least be fucking 18 years old. But it's that. And then to be 20 years later and still be in football, the guy would be like a fucking 40 year old, 50 year old quarterback. Well, I don't think he's still in football. I just think that they're still betting that the to. obsession of that tape ruining that that tape that, they that made game the bet, though. ruined his life. No, but they made the fucking he bet. Made the bet on the that's it, the Woods the Super Bowl. Thing. It was a Super Bowl, right? Thing. But really? the, I mean, the purpose of the of the bet is to win to impress his mother. Yeah, like yeah. it's for his mom. Yeah, he's just doing what his mom does. Buffaloes. Yeah. Right, I mean, Buffalo, if, he, if he can bet on the Buffaloes and win and but then, win that money, I like, got it, Ma. Mickey yeah. Rourke, Mickey Rourke says, you know, if you uh, next time you bet in the Super Bowl, bet against Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as if the same thing is going to keep happening again and again and again. Well, just because like, they're one of those teams, like, like it's the a tape or something. I don't, I, it's yeah, the that's why I more about football. Maybe they're like a super unlucky team or something. Somebody out there is like I don't. Yeah. They say they're the Buffalo Bills. They just said Buffalo. Yeah, they said Buffalo. But I, I know it doesn't make sense. But it seems like it's too big of a thing just to like for them to overlook. Like, oh, we'll just use the same footage. Right? No, yeah. These guys were artsy though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Sometimes art doesn't mean shit to these people. <laughs> it's just photos. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't it seems have a, like they wouldn't screw that up. That like, is a purpose to that. It does, and I don't know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, that one. It's kind of foggy. That's well, a tough journey. One. That's what he's thinking about. Okay, I'm making my own fucking construction of this. Thing. <laughs> okay, when they showed the what he was betting on, that was his mind still thinking about the game that fucked him originally, right? So you're saying be. the shit fucked up, but what he was saying getting fucked up was well because no matter what that, that will that's the same deal, right? That's why he sees the same game. It's you're totally writing game. the novel to this movie. Well, but it's I fucking, fucking, fucking at least, at least that's in your mind. That's in your mind. I at least got it. Fuck, <laughs> that has to be what it is because so, it's not the same fucking game. You can't well, bet on the same game two times, twenty years apart. But that's just not Terminator. He's projecting all of his lifelong, you know. Uh, Loss of not loss of love, but not getting any love from his parents. On he's projecting that onto Scott Woods. That's all his fault. Yeah, it was all because he missed the same type of kick as the player that missed it back when I was born. It's it's all he's like. This is the way that I can get rid of this. If I kill him, then things will be better. That's like the point. Like that's when he has decided that that's going to change his life. Yeah, and that is the turning point in the film. At yeah. the end, but yeah. It goes well. He finds Scott Wilson, William Woods, Woods, 
and goes in there with his pistol, and he's going to kill him. And at that moment, well, actually, that was probably one of the most interesting. I mean, it, it even got a, it got a reaction from fun. the rest of us. It did. But he, you know, you see like the slow motion freeze frame. This is before the Matrix. I mean, this is ninety eight. Okay, the Matrix is the year later, but this movie clearly doesn't have the. Uh, you know, sophistication of special effects to do like you know the uh, you know what I'm talking. What am I trying yeah, to say? It's, it's the, the bullet, bullet time. The bullet yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, whatever with the camera. You know, a frame would be frozen. The camera moves around it. They actually do that here, which is like, oh, look at this shit. Well, like, like we gelatin got, shit. Yeah, right? yeah. It's it probably like, like they, gelatin are, they are posing. Yeah, and posing with blood flying them. out of their right. head and, and it objects. Pretty cool, it looked yeah, good. It was like, huh. I but was see, surprised. Because like, he shoots Scott Wood and had he shoots yeah. himself. Yeah. And then he then you go to the, his grave. Well, uh, it goes well, like, it shows like him going down. In yeah, in multiple yeah, yeah frozen moments. Yeah. And then they go to his grave, and his mom and dad are there. <laughs> she's just watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at, at the game, she's got, or at the grave, she's got the earbuds in, and she's like watching or listening to them. Something, she's, she's just like, go, go, same go. Game over? Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and, the, and the dad's talking about he wants to get home and eat. He's getting the go shake. Yeah, he he eat. I'm getting shaky. You know, and, yeah. and I'm yeah. thinking this is the end of the movie. And then all of a sudden it was like, because I'm like, this it's guy's going on a suicide kick. He calls Goon and gives away all of his shit from right. his locker. Yeah, you can get my locker. And he didn't even talk about the bath or nothing. And he, well, he left, right. He left. He leaves Christina. And she's like, Luigi. I love you so much for kidnapping <laughs> <laughs> please let me take. Can I please take a bath with? Please let me take a bath with you. <laughs> no. Okay. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> yeah. I did not buy this character. <laughs> I, Winnie the Pooh is more realistic than this guy. <laughs> but I like that moment that, like, then you realize that this ending that we've just seen is like he was imagining it, and so right there he makes a decision not to kill the guy, and uh, upon making that decision. Runs outside, calls his <laughs> friend back, gun away. and he throws a gun away, and he's like, "Oh my god!" It's like I, you know, and then all of a sudden he becomes like a normal person, like, <laughs> like at the that. drop of a hat. Right. It's like well, it's I just... got this girl across the street who fucking loves me. I've, you know, got. I don't need to kill this guy. He's a normal guy, and he actually did like a lot of good stuff for the team. We he loved him really up good until... that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. Yeah, he just made a mistake, and blah blah blah. And it's like all of a sudden you're like, "What in the? F- this is like suddenly he's a sane individual." Yeah. And then runs across the street. You no, know, he goes to buy like donuts and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, man, he's gonna get over there, and she's gonna be dead. Yeah, we all she's thought because like, it, it was all crazy building it up. It's like totally. she's gonna be dead when they get back. Totally. At the end of the movie is a freeze frame of them em- embracing. And I'm like, that kind of felt like a cheat. In, some in way. a weird way, maybe this guy's self obsessed because his parents yes. obviously don't fucking care for him <laughs> whatsoever. But he keeps right. like calling them and keeps on like, this is what I'm doing. 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 And then. This uh, with this memory or he has where it shows his parents. So basically, he thought about what what his parents would think about his suicide, and that's what. Yes. But it's like they wouldn't even give a fuck about it. That's why I don't get why that snapped him out. Well, to me, well, he's self obsessed or something. Even though he can't see how much they don't give, it's so Dude, weird. He's totally self obsessed. That whole thing in the because that's when it clicks for me, like. It had the, it had the, I had this really when they well, were in the you can't photo tell booth. By producing directing right well, in the so photo booth, it was. But that was like it was almost like it was the director talking directly to you, like the the director, actor, writer, and the character are all like, just sit here and pretend that you like me. I just want you to like me. Sit here 
and we're gonna take these pictures, and you're gonna, and we're you just look like you like me. I need you to look like you like me, or just like me, like me, like me. I'm like, holy fuck, this is like totally the guy who made the movie is like saying He's this to the, to audience, the right audience, audience right now, who's you know again like that captive audience, like uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah, it was like one of those really weird meta movie moments for me. Yeah. Meta like this movie guy moment. is so fucking. I'm this talking about meta movie Vincent, moment is brought to you by the Saturday Night Gallo. <laughs> Vincent Gallo is a self-obsessed filmmaker, a narcissist. I mean, let's say yeah, I mean, this whole yeah. movie burn is, him. is a navel-gazing kind of uh, yeah, navel ego trip gazing. in some way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is pretentious as I fuck, mean, I kind dude. of agree with that, knowing his movies after this Can movie. We, after the movie, Can we wrap it? well, because no, 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 we got to talk about uh, the Brown Bunny. Uh, what? The brown. Okay, so Vincent, I don't even know what you're talking about. No. Well, the career of Vincent Gallo I mean, like goes. That's as far as I know the career of Vincent Gallo. I think. Yeah, I know Buffalo '66, and then he brown maybe Bunny. did like a couple other movies, and then he sure. made this movie called The Brown Bunny. The Brown Bunny became a. Uh, it played at the Fil- Cannes Film Festival, apparently in an unfinished version. Right, the longer cut. Yeah, which Roger Ebert was there, and famously, like, during the, mu- the movie, was so fucking bored out of his goddamn mind about these long shots of a guy. I haven't seen it, so, okay, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. this movie. But it, Roger Ebert started singing, like, uh, uh... Nope. I can't remember. Fred Astaire song. I can't remember. And it was, like, very disrespectful, and then, like, they got into a war of words, Vincent Gallo and, and uh, Roger Ebert, where Gallo said, like, you know, Roger Ebert's just a fat something-something. Ebert said, I may be... I w- may one day not be fat, but you will always be the director of The Brown Bunny. <laughs> one of the worst movies yeah. I've ever seen. And what apparently is... Uh, that this movie will always be remembered for it has Chloe Sevigny. Is that her name? Yes. Right. She's yeah. in it. She used to date Vincent Gallo. She performs oral sex on him for real, like in graphic detail, yes. oh, wow. and swallows. Yes, that's filmmaking, right? In this thing, Very because wow. for real he has he, he has the same. Uh, I think you know. Even listening to the story of what Brown Bunny is again, I haven't seen it, but it's a guy who like wanders around. Picks up these women, but doesn't have like a connection with them because he's lost something. He's aching, and he ends up at this uh, motel, and he meets this girl that who he knows it was like his ex girlfriend, and then he has sex with her. At least you know she gives him a blowjob, and then uh, it turns out that she's actually dead, and that was her ghost. And, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> so after this, Chloe Sevigny, I think, had some kind of problem with you know their talent agency dropped her because that's a a mainstream actress appearing in a pornographic sure. scene. Yes. So she's had like a rocky career, I think, after it. And Vincent Gallo has basically re- you know, gone off into performance art or music or something uh, like that. I don't know ooh, what the fuck his deal is. I think he was maybe in that Francis Ford Coppola movie, Tetro. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, no. The one between Youth Without Youth and Twixt? You remember the, no. the charting the career of the Twix later was day a Coppola movie? career yeah. to uh, Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> wow. All right. But I think that is Val Vincent. Kilmer, yes? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of like parts of that movie. I hadn't seen it. All right. But it's it's, it's another... I know there are four movies out where it's got the same Val Kilmer picture with him in the long hair and the long yeah, hair. So yeah, yeah, kind of, oh. yeah. So very, I didn't is, see any of those. This is a video camera. I mean, uh, it's very much video. You know, yeah. you get that. You do not uh, feel Francis Ford Coppola. Like, 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 it really does feel like that. It's like you're just slumming it now. Right? But that's what basically what I know of Vincent Gallo. He yeah, is an artist, all, a yeah. self-obsessed artist. And I think we got like a load of that this evening. 
Shall we wrap it? I want to quit talking about this. Puns intended. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my evening. I need to quit talking about this. Do you know, did Ebert Ebert like Buffalo 66? Oh, wait. Actually, Ebert, uh, there's more about Brown Buddy. He hated Brown Buddy. Vincent Gallo recut recut it. Yeah. And when he saw it again, Ebert actually gave it a uh, passing grade. He did, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he dwelt more on the movie than he ever would have if he just had seen it. Right. uh, I don't know, actually, what he thought of uh, Buffalo 66. I'll find that information out for you while somebody else... I will start my (laughs) wrap-up. So, Buffalo (laughs) 66... Maybe it should be... Well, but... Doesn't matter. All right, go ahead. Go. You're looking up something. Do you okay, want to wrap right, up no, no, while no. you're looking up something? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> this would be great. No. So, okay, so Buffalo 66 was awful. I mean, it was shot with a camera, really in focus and good. <laughs> not, not always in focus. It Ebert gave well, but it was four, four stars. Yeah. I'm not four expecting from Ebert on Buffalo 66. Four stars. Four on Buffalo stars. I'm not expecting a focus shot in an art movie. <laughs> Why would it be? The characters are out of focus. So should the screen be. <laughs> it, it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. It's just one of those movies where, yeah, like you said, you feel the fucking director just like oozing about himself. He can just like, oh wow, I'm gonna open these people's eyes. I'm gonna show them what a movie is about feeling or do 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 do. It's just like, man, what is it? You know what? This is Rocky. Okay, <laughs> this is fucking Rocky. Just done twenty fucking years later. You know, the guy that's like, I just wanted people to like me. Hey, yo, hey. You know, get Adrian and... Whew. All right. Well, at least... Come on, look at the stretches <laughs> you guys were making. <laughs> I can't say this is Rocky. You guys can say everything about Christina's Ricci's character that is not in the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a piece. It's a fucking piece. Uh, I want to wish this on my worst enemy. I'm done with my wrap-up. <laughs> All right. Should I go or you go? Uh, you can go ahead if you're ready. Well, uh, it's it's... You know, it's hard to come to a. Uh, I didn't. I go okay. I didn't really like the movie, so I don't know if I would recommend it. But I can recognize that there are qualities to it that may make a lot of people interested in it. I think you know, it's. Uh, it was the self indulgence. I think turned me off to it. You know, it's like Jesus Christ. This is like a, a really narcissistic movie from this guy. But at the same time, it's like. I'm like, is this like autobiographical in some way? I mean, it feels really raw in some ways, right? I mean, it feels uncomfortably like this guy is just like fucked and like the whole world is against him. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yes, I mean, I, see, again, I, I didn't like spending time with him. <laughs> you know, and I mean, that's how I felt like it was basically like I was you know, stuck in a room with him <laughs> and his sure. obnoxious parents. And like, because he was just a fucking douchebag, it's like, man, I'm like, I really, it's like, yes, I understand that, you know, there are movies where you just kind of like, you know, here are people who are not your friends, who are just people who are in the world. And we're going to watch them through this window for a period of time to kind of learn, you know, human behavior or whatever, some kind of window into a person other than yourself. You know, this is one of those moments. I just didn't like the guy. I couldn't really empathize with him. And, uh, I mean, you can see him. I do. I feel sorry for him. Not really. I mean, he just irritated me. I thought, like, you know, a lot of his own uh, problems were his own making, you know. Uh, 
I thought the ending was a cheat that it was a happy ending. I appreciated at least that it was a happy ending because otherwise this would be a fucking like really hard, you know, downer. Well, plus, didn't we not that... even get to see Christina Ricci at the end? I mean, we didn't even get to see yeah, like yeah. Her, him come back. I like, know it's nothing. A, that's why it may, it almost makes me feel it feels like they went a different way. Like he went back and she was dead, but they didn't want to do that after. Like you know, like no, maybe we should change it. They just grabbed a still shot from like earlier when they were in bed and like you know hugging and yeah, used that. I, and, like, like to the end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm making this up, right? I mean, for yeah. all intents and purposes, we know that the movie ends happily for the, the two of them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at a, uh, I'm looking at a Blu-ray here that says it's the 15th oh, anniversary edition. So clearly, this movie has a following and uh, is. I mean, I know. Again, also, I mean, what we didn't really talk about is this movie comes from the 90s era of uh, independent film. I mean, this is from, like, the drugstore cowboy days, right? It's yeah. from the Pulp Fiction days. It's from, like, yeah. when everybody was, like, doing everything on 16 millimeter, you know, film and going off and making these little character dramas. And so this is, you know, probably the only time that, you know, Gallo would have been able to make this movie was, you know, in the 1990s. Probably, you know? yeah. Um, when it was, you know, you had, like, these experimental indie films were, I wouldn't say the mainstream, but, like, there was a lot of attention paid to them. Uh, at that period yeah, of, of history, yeah, ninety four. I mean, well, yeah. it's right around that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, after yeah. Clerks, everybody's like anything with Harvey Keitel. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. and it made you know the Weinstein <laughs> company. I mean, this comes from that that yeah. uh, era of uh, a thought. So it's like we're doing stuff that's important and art artistic. Um, I just didn't like it, but you know, I mean, again, there's there are people out there who I think would gravitate toward it, so, I mean, I would give it a pass, but I'm not saying that it's a, necessarily a bad movie. I think it does have merit. It's just not my, not my speed. Huh. Um. Thank you. <laughs> Did you like there it? There it is. My I mean, sentence uh, exactly. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> um, I, I get, uh, I believe, in watching this movie, I, I see these characters. I believe, thank you, I believe these people exist. Uh, I believe. parents? I, I believe the parents exist. I believe this, I believe this happens to people. Um, I believe, like, yes, I'm, they're characters you watch and. I don't think necessarily you can't. Maybe you can't relate to them. Maybe you shouldn't relate to them. But I do believe it is, like you said, looking in on something that is something that you don't normally experience. But I do believe like things like this and lives like this happen. Um, I I can see. Um, uh, hey, maybe it is filling in things that aren't really there. But I can see. Uh, why these characters are the way they are. It's a very interesting film. Um, when it first started off, like, the Vincent Gallo character, like, I just wanted to punch him in the face and walk out of the room. Like, he is irritating right off the bat. Uh, I think it's... Uh, but then, I mean, it goes through everything as it goes along, and it reveals what's going on. And I, I see the characters. I get that. I get why he is the way he is. Um... It's it's a compelling movie. It's interesting to watch. Um, to like it, <laughs> I mean, don't, I don't, don't force yourself. Damn it! Yeah, I don't. I don't think you, have, you, to don't li- have, to you like don't have to like it. You know, it. I don't think movie. it's a movie you have to like. Yeah. But I think it's it's interesting to watch, and I think 
So what I was saying was right. It's shot on. It's shot with a camera. It was like it's in focus. I mean, it's like yeah, the pictures are nice. <laughs> but no, it's very interesting to watch. Uh, it's very interesting to watch these characters. I think. Um, it's it, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Um, uh, like I said, I don't think you necessarily have to like it. Um, I would I would recommend this movie. Um, I don't know. This one's a hard one. It's hard because of why? Why is it hard? It's why is it hard to wholeheartedly recommend? Because it's not a good movie. I mean, people just want to. No, there's some like I get the convenience of these two specific characters meeting, like that they happen to be there, and he happens to kidnap her, who actually goes along with with the shit that's wrong in his head. She goes along with it. Uh, The ending. it is. I mean, I was really expecting her to be dead at the end, but I mean, maybe her being dead at the end is the cheat. Like, maybe that's what everybody's expecting once you get to that point. Like, maybe he snaps into some sort of better version of himself. I mean, maybe you can't believe that just because he found someone that crazy enough to love him that he snaps into being quote unquote a regular guy, which I don't think he does. Like, he may put off that he's a regular guy, but that's his thing. Is kind of. Putting that out there and that you know that facade of being a regular guy, I don't think he snaps into being you know. He never had a facade, or else he would have had at least one fucking girlfriend. He's never had a facade. He's he's a fucking raw nerve of. Yeah, but it took him continuing guy right his past to like actually go. I mean, he does. You know, this is all fucking worthless. Here's what I really. He does get through some shit as he goes to the movie, but I don't. I don't think real life is that easy. Like, I don't think in, if this character in real life would get to the point he gets to at the end of this movie as e- as easily as that character does. It's like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> no. Um, I, I also... Get him to love you in the first fucking half an hour. I, don't know. I, I recommend the movie. It's a, it's a, I, I think it's a fascinating watch. Um, I think you can really go into it and come out a couple different ways. You can come out... I mean, what other people have said, and but I, I think I understand what these characters. Uh, I, I, I do. I, I see it. I just want to put that quote on the Blu-ray. I think I understand. I think I understand these characters. Characters. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I just thought it was for like I can, I can see the, the shit that's wrong with the characters. I can see where it comes from. They're all one And it's interesting to watch. It's very no, no way. Oh yeah, no, way. No, they all have one emotion. No, they all have one emotion. Are you kidding me? No, He's got yeah, like 50 yeah. Emotions. They all have one no. emotion. He cries. She likes football. He likes to sing. Doesn't like his son. She oh, wants to please so him. What emotion? More to that. In so your much. head, yeah. In no. your head, you no. made Anything this whole I've movie. said, I don't think I'm making up. I think that other people can draw those conclusions from watching this All movie. Right. I recommend it, and uh, I, and, you know, I recommend you know, if you feel that way or if you feel the opposite way, let us know. Give us some feedback because I think there are I, I, on I, our Facebook page, yeah. Facebook.com/slash that. Uh, right I sure. would, I would recommend it. Um, if I, I probably. I, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again because well, I mean what we have. Why like, does that factor into your reviews? I'm sorry, I'm drunk. What's what you say? Why does that factor into your reviews? Like a movie's only good if you would watch it again. I, I mean, it's it if if I can get so I don't know if something in the movie that brings me back to it. If 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 the experience I feel watching it will bring me back. I mean, sometimes you can have a feeling towards a movie that you understand, you get, but you don't want to experience again with a certain movie. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't... It doesn't... Uh, it's not an enjoyable um, 
<laughs> but don't. Now I understand. Okay, that was my question. Why is it a hard movie to recommend? You're like, because it's not enjoyable. Well, I mean, that's but, the thing. But, <laughs> but I can, like it. But you can you can watch a movie you and have it not be enjoyable, but still, you know, like that experience. It's I not. You. you you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can't express it through the podcast, but hey, as long as somebody else understands what I'm saying, that's it. So I, I do recommend the movie. I get it. Yeah, you get it. I I totally get it. This to me is like recommending Picasso, even though you don't like Picasso. I didn't say <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, you did. This no, he said he didn't like it. He didn't I enjoy said it. it was unenjoyable. You said that. He said he didn't enjoy it. That's no, he, different. Yeah, this this different. It was unenjoyable, but he liked it. Okay. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> Brett. I'm just, hey, I'm sorry, but you can have that opinion yeah, 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 on yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, that you, you like can't. it, but you don't? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you can. All right. All right. It's not just one way or the other. Like I enjoy this, so I recommend it. I didn't enjoy it. I, you can not enjoy a movie, but still recommend it to people. All right. You can have the mixed emotions about stuff like this. Yeah. I just happen to. I've seen movies that I just did not enjoy, but I acknowledge that they're probably it's a pow- It was a powerful experience. It was just yes. unpleasant. Right. So because movie, other people movie, might think it's art, then you should just say well, no, no, no. no. A movie, a movie can be unpleasant, but you can recommend it to people because I mean. Yeah. It's good. It's it, it produces the effect that. Well, but I thought it's your own know. opinion. I thought we're giving not just like yeah. other people might like opinion. it. So I so I whatever. Well, would you recommend it to somebody? That's your opinion. I would, would you recommend. It. But if you didn't like something, why would you recommend I didn't it to somebody? That's all I'm trying to find out. <laughs> nah, you're going black and white. I'm no, I'm saying if you didn't like it. something, why yeah. would you recommend it to somebody? I didn't say it. I don't like getting kicked in the balls. Why you should try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. We don't need to get like deep into this. Yeah, I'm not trying to like. Sure. I'm not trying to like. I've had that experience. Get on your balls by a movie and still told people it's like, man, yeah, I got kicked in the balls. It didn't feel good, but you know what? If you have it, it kicked me in the balls a shot. in a way that was like it fucking it hurt. And other movies try and they don't. I don't know. I think <laughs> this you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Watch. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Go ahead. I do. I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I, I see this film, I guess, as a love story, really. And I don't I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me on that or not, or if you touched yeah. on that. But it's, it's the idea of... Uh, <sighs> It's. I think it's Christina Ricci. Her character is one of the. I mean, they're out there, but it's one of the few personality types that uh, they're codependent. You know, I mean, yeah. Vincent Gallo, Billy needs Wendy. We'll say to yes. to exist. He needs. He needs her. He, he might not know it yet. Well, he, I think he does know it deep down, um, but he's got so, so many. Deep emotional. He does need Wendy to exist because I mean he's got he's got his Wendy that he does need to exist, and he assigns it to Christina Ricci's character. Right, like his his Wendy does exist, so and he needs someone to fulfill that. Like Travis says, nine times out of ten, or ninety nine times out of a hundred, that girl is going to go running for the hills. Right, but it's called. This it, isn't that story. Call it serendipity. Call it fate. Call it what you want. That girl is the first girl that he runs into, and. She, I think, she is more aware of her role than he is. 
Um, it takes an entire film for his character to realize that. I mean, yes. he, at that point, because I there, yeah, this is a slow burn. This is this is a long watch. This is frustrating at times. I mean, that whole dinner table stuff is frustrating. It is, even though it is a like from a filmmaking point of view, I give him props because he's trying to do something. You know, you get the like the the different setups like instead of an establishing shot well it is kind of an establishing shot right. they'll show it's like the table this way then it'll show the table this way from each then, character's perspective. from each character's point of view right but then so that later on you're not disoriented as right. we spend like a half an hour at this place i think <laughs> and i totally get why he gets frustrated with why these characters would act that way like that i mean that was my first reaction as well like what nobody would fucking do that but characters would these two that. yeah these two characters in this movie in this story they somehow you know i think it is fate that they found each other um because they're and what was uh, the point about okay so vincent gallo's character billy he has to go to the bar he has to or the strip club he's basically he's facing his his parents at that point he's he's facing his demons and he is uh, at that moment. That's like when he. I think that's the first time when he really sees or admits that his his parents don't give a shit about him. He's never gonna. Even when he's dead, they're not even gonna care about him. You know, there's nothing. There's no way. No, no matter what he does, he's not gonna actually gain their love or appreciation or affection or anything. I mean, he comes from like probably the most brokenest brokenest? The worst the home. The Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is a broken home. He had no chance to grow as a human being emotionally whatsoever. And it's through, this film is therapy for him. And maybe it, maybe it is stuff that Vincent Gallo is trying to work out in his real life. I don't know. That it feels like. Could be, yeah. And he's definitely egocentric. Like, he's, it's putting himself in all that. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is, yeah. But I feel sorry for this guy. You know, I mean, I, it's egocentric, but I think it's also honest. If it is an autobiographical portrayal of Vincent Gallo, I don't know anything about the guy, so I can't say that. But, uh, like, that that point when he meets up with Scott Woods and he has, you know, that's his, his entire life of disappointment, or his parents not caring about him. He has the choice. He can shoot him and kill himself. Or he can just get past it, move past it all, and go back with Christina Ricci with the reach. And and that's, I mean, at some point he realizes that, you know, at that moment, that's the and every it's a it's a happily ever after love story. I don't think the ending is a cheat. I think the ending of this dark, gritty, weird, artsy movie needed like a happy ending. Cause, and not that that was their only choice. I mean, they could have gone darker and with the suicide, but they chose the... <laughs> it's not the high ground. There's just they, no they, excuse for it. There's no... His parents are the same people they always were. So just the idea that he thinks about his own death and how it would affect his parents when really it wouldn't... Well, how does that change his mind about anything? How does he all of a sudden have a positive outlook? Because, it doesn't, like you fuck. said, it's him realizing yeah, that nothing its in nothing he can do is going to change. Like yeah, he sees, he like Brent said, which I didn't like, like uh, you, you pointed know, out, which is a great point. Street. Like he sees what happens if he would kill yeah. himself, that his parents would not change, yeah. would not change, would not give a shit, yeah. even if he killed himself. The farthest he can go, 
and they would not change about it. Yeah. I mean, you can look at that and be so like, he's so he's like, that. right? He's like, yeah. he wouldn't give a shit no matter what. So what? So yeah, he's free to go live his life. He now believes in love. He's buying heart cookies for people at the store. You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a really beautiful ending. I uh, there are problems with the film, but the last that last twenty minutes or so, like that, just like sold it for me. So I I definitely recommend it. Check it out if you get a chance. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, so that's Buffalo sixty six on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Next week we're going to goddamn driving, watching a horror movie quadruple feature. Oh, yeah. which we may or may not podcast about. We don't know. The next actual oh, show... To tantalize... By the time you're hearing this, the drive-in thing has already happened. So the next podcast that you're going to hear, it's my pick, and I'm picking the fucking deathless 80s heavy metal rock and roll horror movie, Trick or Treat. <laughs> what are you afraid of? It's only rock and roll. Just in time for Halloween. Ooh, Bam. Right into Halloween. That's right. So that's next on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, you can find us on all your favorite... <laughs> Caster. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, your favorite podcast... Uh, 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 aggregators. Where you get aggregators? That's what we're going for. Things iTunes, Stitcher, and the rest. Ears, apps, the things. And that's it. Sound. And that's it. This is a shifter car? I can't drive. I can't drive a shifter car. And check out car. Sean Does Manly Things on YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube sensation. Yeah. It's only on Facebook, though. So they never explain why he can't drive a shifter car, by the way. Mm-hmm.